It's time for Cooking with the Hazelnuts show. This show is all about the Instant Pot, starring Debbie Hazelton. Wow, this is fun. Bill Sparks. I love that pressure cooker. Deb Cook-Lewis. I've done everything on here except the yogurt. Larry Turnbull. Uh, I just cooked some brat. Dave Reeder. Instant Pot. Chris Reeder. Stay connected. Cameo appearances by Jason Castanway and Tom Jones. Oh, cool. And yours truly, the big R, <laughs> Randy Rusnak. Let's bring them all in now and talk about the Instant Pot, the device that does it all, and it's accessible. Coming up right now. What is cooking? We are happy to hear from you, and we have a new phone number, 206-736-9301. Email hazelnuts at acbradio.org and find us on Twitter at acbhazelnuts. I've been busy today, man. Uh, I just cooked some uh, brats and some baked potatoes. Ooh, in your cooker, huh? The brats I did not do in the pressure cooker. The potatoes I did. Okay. I love that pressure cooker. That is so cool. It is nice. I can't wait. I've done other recipes, and I've done uh, chicken cacciatore, and I've done uh, meatballs and tomato sauce. And then in slow cook mode, I did a uh, roast, potatoes, carrots, and onions sort of mixture. Your exact address, Larry, is... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Springfield anyway, so it's no big deal. We'll just stop there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. When you come to Springfield. When I get something to eat. As soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm not too far from Bill. I'm only about three hours away, maybe. Well, you could, he could get there in time for dinner. Oh, I'm glad we were all able to make it up on here. I'm Debbie Hazelton from Hazelnuts. And I'm Randy Rusnak from the Hazelnuts and Main Menu. Jason Kastnick from Main Menu. I'm Bill Sparks from The Legend. I'm Deb Lewis. And I'm Tom Jones. <laughs> and I'm Larry Turnbull, the managing director of ACB Radio. Kind of check in on all the shows. <laughs> and I'm Chris Reekard. And Dave is away at the moment. He's coming right back. Okay, great. This is so exciting. We've talked about this instant pot, and I guess all of you have it. Um, I don't have it, and a couple other people don't have it but that are here. But who would like to describe, uh, begin describing what it, what it is? Randy, you want to start? You were the one that first yeah. told me about yeah, it. You I'll... don't have it either. I don't, I don't have any, yeah, I started talking about it and then everybody else got it. <laughs> How I heard about it first is on Applevis, our friends on Applevis, who uh, I was um, actually looking through a podcast and I, I saw a device that could pressure cook using Bluetooth and I went, huh? How does that work? So I just had to listen. I didn't even get through the demonstration. I started texting everybody that I knew that was interested in cooking, and I tweeted it, and that got tweeted and retweeted, and <laughs> it just sort of uh, exploded. And uh, uh, a lot of people that I knew started getting them, and then everybody asked if there was going to be a demonstration. I said, yes, there is. 
is it when is it happening i said soon and that's just when everything kind of exploded and i want to thank everybody here for doing some part of the demonstration for the instant pot thanks guys very cool i knew uh right around that time i know uh because Jason and I have the big boss, and I don't know, and pressure cooking is kind of new to some of us. Um, Deb, is this your first pressure cooker? Yes, it is. Uh huh. And what made you decide to go for this? Well, I actually thought that um, pressure cooking would be fun, and I pretty much had decided I wanted some kind of an electric pressure cooker, and I think the thing that appealed to me was the fact that. Um, since it does connect to the iPhone, you have the potential for access to everything on the display. So I thought, well, this will be a really good way to be exposed to this because normally you would just have pushed a bunch of buttons and hoped it worked. But since I didn't know what working would really look like, I thought it would be really nice to have that extra feature of being able to really know what it was doing all the time. So um, that's what really pushed me over the edge on it, and um, it was really exciting. Now, as we're talking, it's the uh, 15th of February, 2016, and as I know it, at least to this point, there are two generations of this Instant Pot. Now, not two sizes, but two generation, the first generation, the second, and everybody's telling everybody to get the second generation because it's it's got more features, it's more accessible. I'm mentioning this because there's going to be, you know, probably incarnations more of this device as it evolves. Let's kind of go around and everybody got the second generation and do we all know if it's a, is it a five quart everybody's got or a six now? Or? It's a six quart. Mine's a six quart. Yes, mine's a six quart as well. The first generation when comes in, I believe, two sizes, it actually comes in a, a four or five quart and a six quart and the primary difference in the first generation is that it doesn't have the Bluetooth feature. The second generation is the one that actually does have the Bluetooth feature and hooks up with the app, which is called Smart Cooker. Right. Actually, now you can just search for it as Instant Pot. It's now changed the name App Store to Instant Pot Smart Cooker. Um, and if you just search for Instant Pot, you will get it now. Oh, cool. All right. And you can use it without the app, correct? Yes. Yes, you can. And does it have an Android app as well? There is not an Android app yet. They're working on one, but they uh, don't have one yet. What you can do without the app, though, is it does make sound. It makes a sound when the lid is aligned. The buttons all make sound, and they're all the kind of puff buttons that you can feel very, very readily. So if you can memorize or write down about a million buttons, um, <laughs> but they're easily located, um, there is no problem with actually using um, either the first generation one or the second generation one without the Bluetooth enabled. But you will not be able to consult with it about um, how you're doing, what, what the time is left, how the pressure is, what the temperature is, um, whether it's switched to warm, those kinds of things. You won't know from not being able to access the screen. But as far as starting the features, um, you can actually do all of it without the app. Now, are there presets on the cooker for stews, rice, chicken? Yes, mm -hmm. yes there yes. are. Yes, yes. Now, my observation about the presets, and I, I read um, a number of articles um, about, about this, and um, most of the consensus is there's not really a good reason to use the presets for the most part because 
first of all, you you don't really know what they're going to be, and they don't account for size or anything. So they, what they, what a lot of people have recommended is that you use what's called the manual setting, which you of course total control of the temperature, time, and pressure. Those are basically the things you would set, and that basically you should just look up the recipe. And because this is an electric pressure cooker, it's going to be. Um, a little less heat than the stove version and so therefore you want to add they said about five percent to the time if you're using a stovetop pressure cooker recipe but then you can just follow the regular directions and use the manual setting and that's actually what i've done most of the time i've done that and also what i've done is with the smart cooker app i've imported recipes from the instant pot.com website i haven't done that yet how do you do that larry what i've done is i would use the pc just to, so i can move a little bit faster uh -huh. and get in mm -hmm. and once i find the recipe i want then i'll open up safari on the uh, iphone and get to the same area uh -huh. some of those recipes have a script built in and you click on that script right. link and okay. that imports right right into the the recipe script to uh, run the pressure cooker for that particular meal that I'm cooking. Like I've done chicken cacciatore and Italian meatballs with those scripts, and they've come out uh, they've come out really good. So the script actually will import the recipe directly from Safari right to the cooker. You don't need to do it with iTunes or anything. Nope, it just comes oh, right from Safari right yeah, into the done app. Yeah, cool. I wanted to mention that we've been talking about the pressure cooker part of this, but the other parts all work too. And so in addition, this, here's my spiel like on late night television. Um, it, it's a pressure cooker. It's a slow cooker. It's a rice cooker. It's a yogurt maker. It's a steamer. <laughs> um, and uh, it's a saute pan, a pretty dang deep saute pan, I would say, wow. but, but you can. And so one of the things that I have done, and I've done everything on here except Except the yogurt. I actually haven't made yogurt in it yet. And I'm sort of thinking I need to wait for someone who has made yogurt before to do this with me so I would know how we're doing. But the directions are all right there and I see exactly what to do. So one day I'll just get brave and make yogurt. But yep. anyway, oh, yeah. uh, one of the things that's really great about it, for example, if you do want to pressure cook something or slow cook something but you'd like to braise it a little first or whatever, you go ahead and um, use the saute function, which obviously the lid will be off for. Uh, you can use the saute function to go ahead and brown your onions, brown your meat, brown your whatever it is you want to do. And then just leave it there, add the, your ingredients, close it up, and set it for the slow cooking or pressure cooking, yep. whatever you're planning to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the other nice thing, when I've imported those recipes, uh, not only did it bring the script in it, I could generate a shopping list with it and just kind of consult oh. as I'm going through the grocery store to make sure I get everything I need. That wow. recipe. Yeah. yeah, I do have to try that. I haven't, I hadn't imported any recipes yet. They give you hmm. several. There are several installed, so you can get a feel for how that all, how it sort of works because they they install a few for you. Very cool. Chris, tell us about some of the things that you've cooked in the pressure cooker and slow cooker, and you've done a lot. I have made pineapple upside down cake and oh. chocolate brownie cake in the slow cooker and I've made chili and I've made in the pressure cooker meatballs oh. and my roast I did a pressure cooker for an hour 
and then I slow cooked it for another hour and that worked out really well and so I want to say rice feature works yes, really well the rice the rice is the one thing that pressures on low and will pressure for 12 minutes and if you're just using regular rice it's perfect I've made brown I've rice also, in there too that also works does that need to cook a little longer? yeah yeah you just cook it a little longer there is a chocolate cheesecake with chocolate I do want to try and look good. So on the, that might on be the, my next one. On the rice, <laughs> if you want to make it longer, you just go into the rice setting. If you Well, you do it manually. Just go into the rice set, set. Your time is a picker item, and you just add two or three minutes or whatever you think. Right. Everything is a picker item, so you can adjust. You can use the settings they provide for the item, like rice or meat or whatever, as a, as a starting point. And then you can add or subtract or actually doing. I've also made overnight oatmeal two different times. We made cinnamon spice raisin oatmeal one time. And this last time we made apple spice oatmeal. And I think in the morning we're going to try strawberry oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And these are I recipes really that came to. with it? No, no. The, these are recipes that I have found on the, just on the internet. From actually from crockandgirls.com, but they seem to work really well. I really have to get to Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done the, um, the, the course of the crockpot.com's got some good recipes for the slow cook as well. And then, of course, the instantpot.com has the good pressure cooking recipes. I've got them broken out into different categories. The websites are very easy to, uh, to go to navigate through. They have a very active Facebook group as well. I'm I'm not so crazy about Facebook, but um, I have actually been up there several times, and they have a lot of very good information and recipes. And um, people have learned how to do the script, so they can make their add their own uh, code for that, and um, so they can add that to their regular recipes or whatever. And so there's and there's a lot of discussion on how to do things. In fact, that's where I actually figured out I I really didn't know um, where a few things were on it that I needed, like pairing it, where was the button for pairing, for example. And it's actually the adjust button, but I didn't know what to press. Um, the AppleVis demo didn't actually tell you which button it was, and the other thing the AppleVis didn't tell you to, what to do for the novice like me was how do you manually let the pressure out if you want to. And I was, you know, nervous, so I had to ask. <laughs> the adjust button is the second button up on the right from the yes. bottom. We actually called Instant Pot and asked. Okay, good for you. Yeah, okay, I just went to the good. Facebook page, and and people told me very willingly, and so um, that was that was really helpful. And then it was fine. There is a PDF uh, manual that you can get for the Instant Pot, and it is fully accessible it's not an image scan like some of those docs out there are right no it is a really good manual and you know one of the things that's just really amazing about this product is how accessible it truly is i mean yeah the iphone app is great and it's accessible the manual is very nice and it's accessible the um, buttons themselves if you have either the first generation or the second generation and no phone um absolutely it's as accessible as it can be given that you wouldn't be able to access the display but there's plenty of beeping and noise going on for you um so frankly um i think this is absolutely an amazing uh, industry um, that's well worth um 
giving them some credit for. And they don't make a big issue of their accessibility at all, but um, they, it was clearly intended. And, and I think that is really, really nice. Wow, that is very cool. Bill, what have you made? I have made roast, uh, roast, and more roast. And <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever made so many roasts in my life. And it was so great. Even makes yeah, me yeah. look like a good cook, and that's amazing. And I think I did some tell maybe, but I just love it, and I'm going to make some more. But I need to go to the grocery store. I can't help with that, unfortunately. <laughs> you got to go Wait, get I'm another roast, Bill. I missed that, Bill. What did you get? Yeah. Uh, something, but I didn't get. It sounded like you said you said muscatel. muscatel. I didn't know that's not one. <laughs> you just give me a hard time. But uh, <laughs> pork chops and a roast. Oh, pork oh. chops. Gotcha. Um. Oh. Now, Bill told me about one of his chili <laughs> mishaps when we were talking on the air one time doing one of Bill's shows. And uh, Bill, you should try. Um, chili in the pressure cooker. I've done it. It's wonderful. I don't have an instant pot, but um, you should try chili sometime. You know, if I didn't have Dave or Chris to help me, there was so much help uh, when I got this because people said, blind people can't use a pressure cooker. Oh, no. Oh, oh boo. Oh, <laughs> well, there's certainly no reason no with this one. This is one of the safest products I've ever used, pressure cooker or not. I did love the story down, about your sister, though. Oh, then. yeah, my sister was very funny. When my sister was <laughs> helping us, she was looking at some of the pictures in the manual, and she was on the phone with us and, um, and uh, looking at some of the pictures and kind of giving us some, some pointers and everything. She was explaining to me how to do the valve and everything, and so we were looking at that. And then she hesitated, and she said, in a very, very dramatic voice. And my sister is one of the most sort of low-key, calm. I mean, she's an accountant, so, you know, she doesn't get very excited about much. She said, well, but mother is very afraid of pressure cookers. And so she said, well, I just want you to know that you have the freedom to do this, that, that I, I release you. I'm not going to try to bind you by my preconceived ideas. And I said, what is this about? Because she doesn't do this. What is this about? She goes, it's okay if you blow yourself to bits with a pressure cooker, because I know that if you do, it was because you were doing your own thing. I've actually used pressure cookers since I was, since they were stovetop. Yes, me too. I've been using my pressure cooking uh, since I was about 14 on a stovetop cooker and uh, my gosh you can you can do it even if you are blind on oh, a sure stovetop yeah yeah well Randy is just you know like Randy should get huge commissions because he's getting all of us to buy these things and he's got several of us you know that were never pressure cooking before now mm. we are right, and, right. you know so he's just the instigator so Randy you should have an instant pot being an instigator there you go, there you go. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be now, happy the one to send you my address the one thing I do wish they would make for this and I do plan to give them some feedback is it would be nice if they would make a small pot that would fit into the top of it because um, yesterday what I did, and uh, this is funny, yesterday I made a, um, a barbecued pork roast to make pulled pork and I wanted to make baked beans as well and I only had, you know, one device, right? So I put the pork in the bottom and, the, and all of the things related to the pork, the seasonings and the barbecue and everything in the bottom. 
And then I balanced on the top a <coughs> pan in which I put the beans and I cooked the beans on top of the roast. Um, and it actually worked fine, but it would have been nice if the pan had been perfectly seated. Oh, yeah. But I will tell you that the small, uh, the normal sized, um, I shouldn't tell you this, but it was washed. I, it had been in the dishwasher. My dog's extra dish, stainless steel dish, <laughs> is the perfect size to go in the top <laughs> of the pot. So um, that that's where the beans actually were being cooked. And I transferred them to another bowl in case anybody was worried before we served them. But um, So they didn't see it. And everything but worked out they, fine. Even in the full moon, you're going to howl about it, right? That, that's right. <laughs> but I think it was good. And, you know, I've, and I, I knew you could because... You know, you can put a straining pan in there and, and cook vegetables or whatever, like steam the vegetables, which is great. But I thought this was actually good because I two things cooked at once in there. Does it come with any accessories? Uh, nothing much. It comes with two little cute little rubber mitts that you use to release the pressure. They are very cute. It comes yeah. with a little cup which is kind of worthless that my dog chewed up, so I don't have it anymore, but it was okay. And it comes with a weird little deal that's supposed to, what is that supposed to do? A little plastic thing that's supposed to put on the back to be able to deal with condensation. Oh, dog got that like too. Yeah, dog got that too. Um, actually, it hasn't mattered. I haven't noticed that much um, condensation. Yeah, I, I snapped mine on there and it went on pretty easily. Um, and I just keep it on there unless I need to clean it. Yeah, and yeah. it also comes with you know a little rack where you can elevate. Um, yes. Oh. The the pot, a smaller pot if you want to you know cook something, yeah. steam something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine yeah. also and, came yeah. with a rice spoon and a yeah, little tiny ladle. Yeah, mine did too. Yeah. And the the yeah. one thing I wish they would do, and I have contacted them about this, and they did open a ticket on it. When the in the settings, when you put in what you want it to tell you when it's done, mine doesn't do that. Whether I'm in the app or out of the app, it does not alarm when the cooking is finished. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, there's a you can enter some, have it say some text or do something, um, say some text. Yeah, when it's, it's funny done. about that because with the manual mode and some of those that you write, it doesn't. But when I've imported <coughs> the recipe scripts. And yeah, then it does. It, yeah. it does. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So when you're in the manual settings, it doesn't beep when done at all. No, it beeps, but it doesn't read the the iPhone app doesn't read whatever text you've written in there. Yeah. Okay. So say the, you have your phone away from the unit, you but it still beep. The pot yeah, the unit beeps, beep. but the phone doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, right. The, the, and the, I, the and app yeah. doesn't do anything. Actually, the rice doesn't beep either in the phone, or you don't get your text. But I, like I said, I did contact them, and hopefully they'll fix that. Well, hmm. he's saying that the imported recipes have beeped, so that might it might be that all the sets don't beep. So is this something where if you're cooking and you travel out of range out of bluetooth range for whatever reason will it disrupt things or, or, or? no it's still cooking you just don't have access to the information mm -hmm. okay okay it doesn't turn it off but it when you come back into range it'll start it'll pick it back up again yeah okay the other thing is when you start the unit you know once you set it to where you want it and you hit that start button it does seem to lose connectivity for a, yeah about 20 seconds or so, but then it, it comes right back. 
Um, somewhere in the manual, it talks about the fact that it takes it about 20 seconds to, you know, get all the information doing whatever it's supposed to do. So that's probably what's kind of going on. And I'm curious, how many of you who have done pressure cooking or currently are doing pressure cooking, how many of you have more than one pressure cooker? Any Anyone? Yes, actually, we have, uh, what do we have, three or four? We have about oh, four. We goodness. have about four, I think. But this is my favorite. It, We have um, a little bit of a limited counter space, and you have to earn your spot on my counter, and this oh, one definitely yeah. has. <laughs> Yeah, because I have one, and I'm really trying to justify getting a second one. And I know Rick Alfaro, uh, who was on here before talking about pressure cooking, he has three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, well, yeah. I'm going to get rid of a bunch of appliances with this because I don't need the crock pots anymore. I might keep my small one because it is handy to be able to have a really small crock pot for things. But my big crock pot, I don't know when I'm going to ever use it because this isn't any... Um, bigger than it is and frankly it it you know I mean I really I have an electric rice cooker which is a really nice rice cooker but I don't think I'm going to need that I can type this in here so the same for several other things I mean it's kind of like I am not going to need so much of this stuff I have well, two I've cookers I've got a stove top cooker and an electric cooker and honestly since I've since I've had I've had an electric cooker since 2000 and eight and i have never used the stovetop cooker so i see no reason to to uh, use that again but i do have two we actually have a 10 quart one and i probably will definitely well i know i'll keep that one and i will keep the multi-pot from KitchenAid. but we may get rid of some things too the 10 quarts you have i assume that's a canner and the instant pot is not a canner it's not a can no it is not a canner what do you mean a canner you mean for to make canned goods. Kid, okay. I think yeah. our big bosses can do that, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I think I saw that it could, that you could uh, can, uh, you know, tomato preserves or, yeah. you know, any type of preserves and mm-hmm. jams and jellies and things. I, I think the manual does say you can can it as long as you use small jars. And, and to answer your question, yes, the 10-quart can also be a canner. Cool, thanks. I've had two appliances since Christmas which have totally changed my countertop and that is of course the air fryer and oh. this along with the OptiGrill. i don't need anything else i can it really helps i didn't know about the air fryer either bill how did you ever hear about that <laughs> i think debbie told, debbie told me gee i wonder <laughs> see big r causing trouble getting us you know i got both of those I got the opti grill. I, I did not. I did not get the air fryer. I want an opti grill. I don't. I can't. My other grill won't die. <laughs> well, we'll take care of that. <laughs> well, you know, it really frightens me because I've usually gone through a grill every couple of years and and then frantically run around to find another grill because I do grill a lot, and so then I wanted to get an opti grill, but now this grill said, "Oh no." I'm not giving up that easily. Yeah, I had a George Foreman as well, and I had it sitting on top of the refrigerator, and I moved the refrigerator out to oh, work on cold. a cable <laughs> and it, a cable for my ice maker. I moved the fridge, and it fell yeah. off the fridge oh. and hit me in the head. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it really hurt. <laughs> Randy's been saying he's been feeling grilled ever since. <laughs> well, my last George Foreman died through 
very significant stupidity on my part. I, I was in a very, very stressful situation, very stressful morning. I should not have been cooking something, and my husband wanted me to make um, sausages. And I, um, I, the grill parts were in the dishwasher, and I opened, I preheated the grill. I um, put the sausages on, I closed the grill down, and then I began smelling things in a while. And um, it was the fact that I had not put either of the grill plates onto the grill. So I was cooking directly oh, on man. the element. Oh, right on the heating element. <laughs> it's a, yes. right on the element, man. Oh. That is the way to grill. <laughs> Oops. And then I'm looking there at it, and, I'm, and to tell you how bad I was looking at it, I'm going, I don't understand what's wrong here. Something's really wrong here. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I would love to use that one as a mistake that people have made on our show. Oh, That'd yes, absolutely. Hey, oh, yes, no, no, no. It's, it's yeah, totally. Great. No, it's totally. I'm, I'm totally. I'm, I'm totally proud of my history. Actually, <laughs> you don't need to feel too bad about that because I didn't do it, but I've almost. You get so used to oh, having yeah. them in there. I take yeah, mine straight out yeah. of the dishwasher, put them back in there. And you get yeah, so used yeah. to having them there that I can tell that could happen. I never thought about it. I just didn't think about it. I truly had forgotten that they were still in there. And, <laughs> um, you know, I, mean, I totally know how I did it. But it was so funny because I would have thought I would have sort of noticed when I was putting the food on it or something. Very how did it did you could you eat it yes we did eat it i mean it actually wasn't too bad at all um the bigger problem was getting it out of the out of the grill because there's actually on the george foreman there's actually some little um like grooves there under the plates and um i actually got pretty much out and i and we did use the for a while after that we were able to but Oh, I just thought it was never quite right. Tom, I um, wonder, have you ever done any pressure cooking? Do you do, you do any of No, as a matter of fact, I haven't. As a matter of fact, I still don't have one of those pots. And for those of us who don't have these pots, could somebody talk a little bit about the price point on some of these as it stands on February? Good idea. February yeah, and 15, the shape and also maybe, uh, Chris, yeah. you said you had a little uh, demo you could do. Is that right? If you're ready, is based round. I'm. I'm gonna let. If you don't care, I'm gonna let Dave describe the pot, and then I'll do the demo if that's all right. Okay. Well, as you said, it is round. There, are 18 buttons on this thing. 18. There are, there are um, six buttons on the left and six buttons on the right. But here again, because it's accessible with the iPhone. Um, you really one button that you need to be concerned with, and that is the adjust button. That is on the right-hand side, second button up from the bottom on the right. And because you use that when you're pairing the Instant Pot with your iPhone. And you just go into the settings of your iPhone, into your Bluetooth settings, and make sure your Bluetooth is on. And you just um, let the iPhone search for Instant Pot. And when it comes up, you will um, press Connect on the iPhone. And then you go over to the Instant Pot and press that second button up on the right. And it will connect. And that's where Chris comes in. I'm going to take you from the main screen on the phone 
Messages. Settings. You go into settings. This Double is you have to do this each time you get ready to use it once settings. you've paired it. So I'm gonna go to Bluetooth. Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. On. Set. I'm gonna go down. Choose my device. I have never Post had to do this again once mine was paired. Not connected. It's it's paired, but it's not connected. No, but mine I, has stayed connected. Well, anyway, um, yeah. I have to connect mine. Maybe because I used some other. I don't know if you use other Bluetooth things yes, I with do. it, but mm -hmm. no, mine doesn't stay connected. Hmm. Instant Pot Smart. Connect KT Mini 117. Connected. Connected. So I'm gonna go back. Go into Instant Pot. Smart Cooker calls itself. And it brings you up in recipes. And across the bottom, you have three tabs. You have recipes, dashboard, and my. And my has things like your favorites. My recipe and downloaded heading. That's where you find all history. of your recipes, your history. My recipe and downloaded. Heading. So dashboard. the most important Tab. thing for me, anyway, is the dashboard. So you go to the dashboard. Work mode off. And it says work mode off. Pressure level none. Heating level zero percent. Just going down through the screen. Manual button. Rice button. Steam button. Poultry button. Soup button. Red soup button. Keep warm. Button, multigrain, button, yogurt, button, bean slash chili, saute, button, cancel, button, porridge, button, slow cook, button, meat slash stew, button, manual, button, recipes, tab. Okay, so if I want to do manual, I'm going to go tap the manual button, manual, go back. Then it's going to tell me duration, heading, duration, 30 minutes. The default is 30 minutes, and if I tap on that, duration, go back. 30. It's a picker item. 28, 20, 20, 20, I'm going to just set it to 15. 15. Done. Then I'm going to tap done. Duration, 15 minutes. Low, button. These are the pressure settings underneath the time. Selected. You have low or high. One of two. Low, button. One of two. It's on high, right? Start. And oh, yeah, you, if you're going to pressure, you have to make sure your valve is set right. It it should be pointing toward the back of the unit. And start. I'm going to start it. Work mode. And Off. you probably heard the cooker beep. And in a minute, it's going to say work mode on. Electric cooker off button. Well, it didn't. Settings. It will. It will. You Heading. just haven't waited long Go back. Button. Favorites. I always get stuck with the almost. Oh, it's not working, but it, it just takes longer. Yeah, it takes about twenty to thirty seconds for it yeah, to it really does. sync up. I think I just heard the thermostat. Electric cooker off. Button. Work mode. Remaining time. Five high. Work mode on. Yeah, it says work mode on. So you're stuck in that little window. It should sync up here in a second or two and and it will not show you the time until it starts counting down at least for the pressure cooker now the slow cooker it will yeah now it says electric yeah, cooker work yep so, so now it's now it's working up. you're good and that's really about all there is to it as far as the pressure 
So as it's going along, when it finally does get to the pressure high, then the time will start counting down. You'll still be able to see the temperature, and your temperature drops a little bit uh, while it's actually cooking it for, from the preheating. And then it, um, when you're finished, the, the um, pot will beep, and it will go to the warm setting and start counting up the minutes from in the warm setting. One of the things that the manual recommends you to do, um, just to get used to it, if it's your first pressure cooker, there is a test uh, routine you can do. And what you do is you put... Uh, the, the other nice thing I forgot to mention is the inner pot, the numbers are raised on the cups and stuff so you can figure out what level you're at. And I would, uh, for the test routine... It says put the water in till it reaches about the number three mark, and then hit steam, lock it down first, and then uh, hit the steam option and have it uh, go for about two minutes, and let it uh, steam up, and then just release the steam with the, the steam valve, and then you just clean it out. The pot, inner pot, is totally dishwasher safe. I've put mine in the dishwasher quite a lot. It takes up a bit of room in there, but it actually fits fine. I mean, you know, some big pans, when you put them in, they don't fit on the little on the little racks or they're annoying. They take up more than share. But it, um, it does fit very nicely into the dishwasher if I need to put it in there. The other thing, of course, you need to check before you uh, start. It, especially if you're going to use a pressure cooker, you need to make sure the gasket is seated well inside yeah. the lid. There's a little ring that goes around the lid, and the ring fits into the groove of that gasket. And they sell replacement rings um, for the for the lid, so that if your ring kind of, I think over time might you know get um, stretched or whatever, and so if it does, you can purchase a replacement ring. And I always clean it with warm water. Don't put uh, real hot water on it because that will warp the rubber. Right. Wow, that's uh, pretty cool. Now, uh, cool. when it says porridge, I noticed that a porridge setting, is that is that no more than just a time setting for like oatmeal or whatever? Could you use the slow cooker portion of it for oatmeal? You could use, I've done the oatmeal in the slow cooker. I always do oatmeal in the slow cooker too. And the other thing is those little tiny cute mitts that, we were talking about those work really well for lifting their pot out yes they sure do yeah absolutely larry i know you also have done a demo and randy i don't know what you're thinking but i think we can get two weeks out of this <laughs> for hazelnuts oh yeah <laughs> and we could include both those and anybody else that wants to add one yep yeah. absolutely yep yeah, and you uh, still have I some you could use for main menu i still have to add it mine but yeah i could easily put it yeah. in there Let's also talk about the price, about $179 on Let's Amazon. not. Let's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, so, so here's an important piece about the price. Um, you want to buy it from Amazon. If you go to instantpot.com, they sell it, but it's more. So it's cheaper on Amazon, um, and it's like 179 for this version. If you don't have an iPhone or if you um, don't, care about the connectivity part and you do want to save some money but you want the instant pot the first generation pot is absolutely available still and it's 20 to 30 dollars cheaper depending on 
where you get it. So, um, you know, there is a way to save some money that way. But for those who do have the iPhone, I think the, that we've demonstrated that the um, advantages of having that app are, are just tremendous. But um, uh, you want to probably buy it through Amazon <coughs> rather than through the Instant Pot ID itself. Act Actually, on Amazon, I think the other one is 118. The one that's not Bluetooth. Oh, it's gone down then because it wasn't it wasn't that low. But that's great. So probably because be everybody else is buying the Bluetooth version. <laughs> I just wish this would come down a little bit more. Um, I I mean, it's not a bad price, but I think I would I would go for it in a heartbeat if it comes down a little more. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it'll do. It's you know, it's part of the thing is this is kind of experimental technology. They really don't know whether in reading the reviews, the most negative comments that people are like, oh, I wish it was wireless instead of Bluetooth so I could activate it from away from home. But there's been so much security stuff about you know how if you put your devices like that on the network, you have no way to protect them. Uh, because everybody could access them. I'm glad it doesn't do that. But I think that the general public may not care that much about the Bluetooth. And so it may, I don't know whether it will survive. And so I think it's really important that technologies like this um, survive if they can. And the that we've may make the price point higher. The thing we found yeah. out today is that it won't reach down here to where we are. So I had to bring the pot down here. To where we were in order hmm, to get the mm -hmm. Bluetooth to reach. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, I have I a room where I take my phone that doesn't work in there either, and that's the reason I know that when I come back, it reconnects itself okay. But I was interested that Chris, that you had to connect yours each time because mine absolutely stays connected. I just start hitting the buttons, and it if it's not connected, it connects itself. It just takes care of it. But actually, that's interesting. That's probably because whenever I turn mine off. For whatever reason, it disconnects. It does not unpair. Mm -hmm. It just and go in and turn it off on the Bluetooth. So that's probably mm -hmm. why. Oh, but it, yeah, I don't no, turn it off. Yeah, it's no problem just yeah. to go into settings and tap sure. connect. I no, mean, no, no, no. It's not. But it's just that people might not realize. I mean, if I had been doing the demo, I wouldn't have told anyone to do that. And so if they had that problem, they wouldn't realize. So I'm glad we talked about it because obviously, mm -hmm. yeah, I never turn it off in the Bluetooth. I just leave it on. And I have other devices paired, of course, but when I activate it, it just comes back. I think this technology will survive um, because oh, they, they have uh, eye grills out there mm -hmm. and they have other types of grilling devices and probes and things. So I think it will. I think I'm pretty sure it will. Mm -hmm. We don't have to worry. Chris has a mini QVC home in her home. I mean, everyone. <laughs> well, so does Randy. Good yeah. grief. Yeah. <laughs> We have a lot of uh, Amazon and QVC here. I have a lot Good of for Amazon you. Here. I understand that uh, Chris and Dave have the infrared thermometer that I was uh, talking about last week. Is is that oh. correct? Yes, that is correct. I want a demo of it. Yes, please do. Oh, yes, do I'm very curious. Yes. I was looking into this too because I'm I I like you know the probe thermometers work, but Everyone, you know, sighted people have had had ugh, have had access to infrared thermometers for so long, and yeah. it's like I'll be able to find out too. Okay, here here is a teaser. Sixty-nine <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit, sixty-eight. There you go. That was quick. 
Well, now, where did you yeah, get thanks this? Thanks for that demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, no, that's 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 not the demo, but I just thought you might. Well, want to what hear else it. does it do? Oh no, seriously, where did where does that come? From? Where did you where do you get that? Where did you get that? Where did we get it? Brooks. Brooks Technology. Huh. No, I, I also have a, it, it has a scan mode on it too. So, like those that have a uh, cook's top stove, uh -huh. and, and you need to find oh. the center of the burner. There, there's three buttons on there. One is the the bottom one is the mode button. The middle is the scan button, and then the top one is the temperature button. And if you press the middle button, which is the scan button, it'll start beeping. And the closer you get to the heat source, uh -huh. you can actually find the center of it so you know where to put your pan or whatever. Uh -huh. It's great. It works oh, yeah. well. Kind of like a light probe yeah. kind of reminds we'll, me of. Kind of like, We'll yeah. save that part for the demo, though, because there's really not a whole lot to it. I just thought you might want to hear it. Yeah, we did. Now, am I correct in thinking, and I won't put this, we won't put this up, but am I, uh, until your demo, but am I correct in the thinking that you don't have to touch your your meat in order to, for it to register the temperature? Is that true? Yes, that's correct. You uh, you hold the thermometer about a, approximately a foot away from whatever you want to measure the temperature of. You can also use it for reading uh, room temperature. Sure. I think if she, if she holds that up in the air, it should give us the temperature in the room. Oh my God, I want this. Yeah, yeah, I want one yeah. right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We, she sounds like she has a list. We just got it, so we're still kind of playing around with it a little bit. We'll play around with it a lot more over the next week. Was that ninety-four dollars, Chris? Is that did I get that right, or is it? Is I think it's ninety-nine ninety-nine. Everybody oh, gets your discount, one. Randy. Credit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I still like to use my uh, mm -hmm. outdoor grill, so that'll be another demo when uh, spring comes yes, along. Yes, we want that. We yeah. have the iGrill 2 and also the iGrill Mini. Well, the iGrill Mini came with a candy-making set, and boy, that's nice. Would you be willing to do demos of the of them, uh, Chris? Yeah, and, uh, that'd be great. You, you have uh, you have the Traeger grill too. Is that is that right? Yes, that's right. You All know, right, that one's mine. Happy. You stay away from that demonstration. <laughs> okay, we won't we won't do that one. We'd be happy to do any that you want us to do. You do any of them you want, because even if we have another one of the, you know, Traeger, you just never know what. Of course. Or, you know, particularly. I know. I'm just teasing, but what's, I mean, even if that you. Grill? What? It's a wood pellet grill. Oh, yeah. It, it, it has an electric thermostat and fan, but it's uh -huh. a wood pellet. It's oh really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would love to hear what you guys, you and Randy, would cook. Actually, probably different things. Dave, Dave is probably better Dave. at the okay. parts of the grill and so forth than I am, but we make burgers and steaks and pork chops mm. and chicken. and. I did uh, breaded pork chops on mine, breaded pork chops last wow. week. <laughs> Yum. How great. This is great stuff, guys, but I want a commission on Dave and Chris because I found them. Yeah. 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 Good for you, Bill. I'm just so happy you came and brought your friends and Rand that. Randy That's probably great. remembers my comment on the coffee club about, well, you know, it's hot. That was my famous. What was it? I'm it broke up. Hot is still hot. Hot is still hot. hot. Is still hot. <laughs> I think that's when I came in, and you said that. Isn't that how, how that went? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to leave that alone. 
I'm going to even say to see that one coming. So we'll just... <laughs> one thing that I, we probably none of us have gotten yet because it was ridiculously expensive and I talked myself out of it, but I saw that Mike May got that um, washer and dryer that pair with the um, iPhone. And um, and they were sadly twice the price of the washer and dryer that I ended up buying. And really, when I'm using the washer and dryer, I only do one or two things. What kind of washer um, was that? Oh, you know, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the brand at this very second, but I think it's a GE. Because I, um, I know Samsung has one. Yeah, this was not Samsung, I don't think. But this was this is paired with the iPhone, and there were some accessibility issues with the app. And Mike <coughs> contacted the manufacturer about us, and supposedly they're going to work on 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 that. I mean, he said they seemed very receptive, but um, but you know, we're coming, we're going to be coming to a place where, hopefully, where. Um, some of these appliances and other kinds of things will become accessible in this way. And, you know, of course, the thing we really need is the electric oven because naturally the, the oven, the oven dials now are just hopeless. But, mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. Okay, th this is up to pressure now. So if you want to hear, it says temperature 233 degrees Fahrenheit right. dashboard heading temp pressure level high heating yeah. level 62% manual. Right. Yep. So that's, that's how right. that works. Mm -hmm. Right. And so your time should be counting down now. And yep. yeah. one to seven of seven. Work mode on. Remaining time. Zero. Ten. Yeah. Ten minutes. Yep. Your time left. is yep. counting down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The washer and dryer. Cool. I've got a uh, whirlpool duet and it's very accessible. Mm -hmm. The buttons are raised, the selector I just put braille labels on them, you know, those are and it gives you a different tone for each scene. It does. It's so cool. I love that washer and dryer. Yeah. You know, one other... Now, what was my thought here? Oh, my goodness. I just forgot my thought. Uh, I'm sorry. I probably jumped in. No, 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 no. I'll think of it in just a second. Oh, I now I know what it was. You know, sometimes when my oven... You mentioned ovens. And I can't get it to tell what the temperature is. If I go to my iPhone and tap, tap, see, I can take a picture... And it will read the temperature of the digital oven. Cool. You know, I know That's that works cool. in theory, but I'm only able to get that to work about one in 25 times. And <laughs> it's not, Deb, I'm not did, very good at, at those kinds of pictures with it. Can, if you can take it be main menu. works pretty well with that. Yeah. Yeah. Main menu from last week, Janine Stanley did some things with some really great uh, apps that, I mean, it was just great. I don't know. Jason, Randy, you want to? She was talking about yeah, yeah. more third eye. Yeah, which, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, the one I did was, was not so much having to do with just any image recognition, but had to do with the um, uh, taking your own selfie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we must do that, you know. I wore my phone well, out. You know, I'm doing that one, by the way, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I was. I, I did that because I was thinking sometimes we need a profile picture for something, oh, or you know, who oh, knows absolutely. what all. Uh -huh. And it says, "Say cheese." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, another device that's out there, Chris. Chris and I uh, just purchased from Ring.com their new security system that is accessible with uh, iPhone. We have the Vivent, Vivent Sky, and 
I, it's not totally accessible. I mean, the app is not totally accessible, but they worked with me and I'm able to, I, I just know what gesture to do to make it work. And so it's, I was able to arm and disarm it from home yesterday. Yeah, this, this cool. is a, it's a pretty neat device. We, we got it with two different cameras and uh, we were able to set it out without, without any real problems. We were able to pair the uh, camera with the, now that pairs uh, by using Wi-Fi. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a lower range on it. So we, we, uh, and it's great because it, it records, uh, can record the, uh, what it sees and it stores it on a secure website if you choose to do that. And uh, it, you know, it works really well. And it, every time you walk near that thing, it'll activate and you're, you get the notification on your iPhone and you can go in and you can check your, you know, check your videos. And, and the customer support is excellent. Oh, wow. That would be a good this, menu mm-hmm. demonstration, I would think. Do you get, uh, when people come to your door, does it come through the iPhone and that kind of thing? That's what ours is. Yes, it yes. does. It, it, and, yeah. you can, and you can answer it. Um, you you know, can talk mm-hmm. to and them and so forth. Yep. It's, it's two-way. Yep. That's what we just we just got. They still have to come back and fix something, uh, get something set up with it. But, yeah, I'd be happy when it's working fully to... Uh, share that with you for main menu well so far the unit we we really didn't have uh um you can it's pretty accessible um we didn't really have a problem setting it up or anything um we had a little bit of instruction because i I found the manual online and downloaded it and before i got the thing and uh we were able to set it up pretty quick we tend to do that if we can we'll go online and try to find a uh manual for something that we're thinking about ordering this lady yeah, has yeah, records from, she has records from 2010 9 whatever she knows what day she purchased something all about <laughs> it manuals serial numbers i'm so disorganized wow god i don't even remember what i ate yesterday these, when you call these yeah. companies they they always want the serial number right off yeah yeah i'm kind of i i mean they're sort of like a um, an organized disorganization that I live with. <laughs> <laughs> me too. A little it's bit. my state of life. Um, yeah. But let me just tell you that I want to thank all you guys for coming in and giving us uh, a lot of help and inspiration and cooperation. I know this sounds just like oh oh gushy, but I I mean it. It's great. It's been fun. A lot it's of really great, great information. Chris and Dave keep in touch with uh, me. Uh, get on Roger. Let's communicate. And Bill, there's a new app called Roger that's really great for communication. Um, it is. It's really cool. Yeah, Roger, just like the person's name, get that app. Get get connected with me. Let's all stay connected. And uh, really, thanks for being here, Deb. It's mm-hmm. yeah, been great you. to meet you uh, finally huh? after all uh-huh. these years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, If you're looking for Roger, it's Roger Walkie Talkie. Yeah. Randy, um, um, keep keep. Uh, you have our contact information, and if you need anything we can help you with, uh, give us a holler. <coughs> will, and okay. I don't know if I sent you my iPhone number or not, but I will do that. Toot sweet. I, I don't think we have the iPhone number. I'll get it to you. We can get it for you. Okay. Thanks. 
Debbie. Thank Dio, you. Talking to. Yay! All right. Well, All right. thank right. you, everyone. Thank you so much. Before we leave you, here's another cooking. Uh oh. Hi, my name is Tom. I had uh, an experience where I had a uh, blind buddy of mine. My wife was out of town, and I invited him over for a big feed of chili con carne. At the time, we mixed it up. It was very, very spicy and hot. I had a half dozen beers, so we drank a little beer, we ate a little chili, we had another bowl of chili, and complained about it being so hot. Then we ran out of beer. I started looking around for something else and I found a bottle of wine in the refrigerator. We opened that and drank that. A couple of days later, my wife returns home and goes to cook one of her favorite recipes and says, where is my cookie sherry? (laughs) We drank it. (laughs) That's my story. And the reason that it was so spicy was when I went to the cupboard, I have a little bit of vision and I had these packages of already pre-mixed uh, ingredients for chili con carne. And I saw one that said chili, so I dumped that in, and it was an envelope of straight chili pepper. <laughs> mm, thanks for that one, Tom. We'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cooking with the Hazelnuts, the Instant Pot Show. Next week, one more cooking demonstration of the Instant Pot, comfort foods, and much, much more. As you can tell, we have a lot more demonstrations coming up, like the infrared thermometer, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you again. Yay! All right, well, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Hmm, thanks for that one, Tom. No more, though, no more. Well, maybe just a small one. <laughs>